Attention Cloud9 shoppers. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Break Room. If this is your first time, we are a Superstore fan podcast. Thanks for joining us. This series is called TBR Restock. In this series, we will be re-watching Superstore from the very beginning. Join us as we break down two episodes each week until the arrival of Season 4. I am your host, DJ and Lyle, here with your co-hosts, Jordan Wiegand. Hello. And Casey McGeorge. How's it going, everybody? Let me just say, it feels so right now. Last week you went Casey first and then me for the first time in the show history. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, that kind of threw me off for a loop last oh, week. Oh, sorry, guys. But he was on a roll, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to stop him. Right, right. Like I didn't want to have him stop and re-record, so I was just like, "We'll, we'll go with right. it." And it just—I don't know—it didn't feel right. But now right. it feels right. Like, We're back. Yeah, okay. Like back. there's no egos in whose name goes first. It just didn't feel right. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what a better time to start uh, listening to our show as we rewatch, uh, you know, yeah. reload, restock our knowledge. So that's yes. great. Yes. Thank you for joining I, us. I think one one of the great things we can do with this is, so I, I think maybe we, we might want to, I don't know, if, do we need to include spoiler warnings if anyone hadn't seen the show? Because it has been on for three seasons now, right? Right. Um, well, that's... Because yeah. we're, we're doing a podcast about this. And we know everything that's going right. to happen. So, right. do we want to do a, like, a brief, short section of of no spoilers for each episode? Well, well, because because what I mean is, as we're going through, we're going to start picking some of these right. things out right. that may lead to other stuff down the road that we know of. Right. And so, right. How, how do we want to do this? Is the question. Let's um, let's let's put it out there to our um, listeners. You know, let us know your opinions. Um, right. Maybe for this first one, we're gonna we'll kind of tread tread lightly on that, and then um, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe if something maybe if something alludes to one of the later seasons, we can just say like that makes sense now. I don't know. Uh, right. And right. then maybe Not, at the very yeah. end, we can we can bring it up after a spoiler warning or something. Yeah, I think we can we can uh, lightly spoil stuff. We maybe not go into detail on some things, but. I mean, in all fairness, it has been out for three seasons. So. <laughs> yeah. But you're late on the bandwagon. We're happy to have yeah. you, but. <laughs> awesome. Right. But, like, I think finale spoilers and stuff should maybe stay. Uh, right. Right. Cool. Because that was just a week ago. Yeah. Also, Sounds... we had uh, some. We had uh, Adam tweeting in at us, too. Um, he seems to really like Casey's theories. Uh, but he gave yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> He gave a theory of season four, so if anybody's interested, I think we retweeted it so people can find his theory uh, on our timeline as well. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get started here. So, season one, episode one, pilot. This episode was directed by Ruben Fleischer, written by Justin Spitzer, also the show creator. This episode aired the 30th of November, 2015. All right, so it's a pilot, but here's a synopsis. Jonah begins his first day on the job at a big box store called Cloud Nine and immediately starts a rocky relationship 
with the floor supervisor, Amy, when he comes off as elitist and mistakenly marks electronics down to only a quarter. He's also the romantic target of an aggressive assistant manager named Dina, whose Bible is the employee code of conduct. Pregnant employee Cheyenne shares a memorable moment with her boyfriend, Bo. Uh, well, so initial, what were your initial thoughts the very first time you saw this? And what are your initial thoughts now, three seasons in? Okay, my initial thought when I first saw this, this was not the first episode I'd seen. I'd seen bits and pieces of, of Color Wars. Uh, but then, uh, the summer before season two aired, I watched this one. And I couldn't help think, but what a strong pilot it was. Not many shows have strong pilots. I really dug it from the moment, especially because I worked at a grocery store. So a lot of this stuff hit me home. I'm sure it did for you, Casey. Uh, and then my first initial thought watching it again today was, I forgot how strong of a pilot this was. I yeah. really laughed a lot during this rewatch. Because, uh, and also didn't notice that the camera moves more back then. Did anybody notice that? It seemed like it was more yeah. like a handheldy camera back then, uh, but almost documentary type style or something. Right, right, sort of. It, yeah, not too much like not too much movement. Uh, more like parks, less like The Office. You know, where it kind of it's more stationary, but still kind of get some little wiggles. Uh, but yeah, that was my first thought watching this time. Is I forgot how strong of a pilot it was. Yeah, DJ, big time. I, yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I I always liked the pilot, and it, I had forgotten how good it was. It you know it really does a great job introducing the characters, and obviously it it kind of makes Amy and Jonah the central point. But I mean they're such strong you know characters. It it works from the get go. So. DJ, yeah. I got a quick question for you. Did you watch from the beginning, like when you started? Were, were like, were you watching week one live, or I was? I think was I, I'm pretty out? sure. I, I, I'm pretty sure I was on the early train, either week one or two. Okay. I just like got on pretty early. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, early early adapter. <laughs> for me, I, I was tracking the show because I remember hearing about it before it let up, and I remember seeing some of the previews. And obviously, my work history, uh, you know, working at a, at, a, at a superstore, I was like, oh, this might be interesting. Um, wasn't watching it live. I was watching it on Hulu, so I'd right. get it, like, the next day or so. But I was watching it from the get-go. Um, it, it, it's a typical pilot in the sense that, yeah, it's basically just there to kind of introduce you to the people you're going to see over the next several seasons. But it was very good. It was a very strong pilot. I thought it did a good job of... Um, introducing everybody or giving just a, us a taste of who these people are. Um, I initially remember thinking, I want to watch more of this. I initially remember thinking, ah, I don't really like that guy. And uh, <laughs> rewatching it now. Okay. Oh, my yep, God. Yep, <laughs> like, I, like, I'm not – okay. Let me back up here. I might, This could be because I've seen this over three seasons, and as I watch this now, like, the hatred is – like the hate flows through, like it's like their percent Star Wars. The hate is flowing through me. <laughs> I, I can't. So maybe I'm a little biased in that aspect. I do remember not liking him initially. Right, me too. But like, I, see what, I just, I, 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 it's validated now. I was, I didn't realize. You know, I thought it was over exaggerated, but seeing this pilot, I was like, okay. he was 
Yeah, he was initially set up as a foil for Jonah. Now he's more of a friend to like Cheyenne. But yeah, he was initially really set up as Jonah's foil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, I mean his character, his and everyone else's character has evolved greatly over the right. three seasons. So I can't. It's not that it's stale, but I remember initially thinking, yeah, I don't really like that dude. Yeah, whatever. And now, like as I sat there, just I just rewatched the first two episodes before we did this. Right. And. I was like, all right, let's start this from a fresh view. And it didn't take long. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I just hate this dude. And then I was like, is, is this just me? Like, maybe I'm wrong. Is this just me? But I was like, and as the episode, especially the pilot, as the episode went on, I right. was like, I really hate this dude. Yeah. Like, this We're is where it's st- like, like DJ Dale, just said, yeah. this is where it stems from. Yeah. Like, this is exactly where it stems from. Right. So I feel a little better about my hatred, like, <laughs> which that sounds weird to say and to hear, I'm sure, but, uh, yeah. Um, definitely. So, wow. I forgot Bo was there in the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, right. he's such, so much of a recurring, like, we don't see he's such a sporadic character right now, but he was like, literally in the very beginning, he was right there. And I was just like, wow. That, opening I scene, about right? Bo was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bo time. was a pretty big character in the first season. Yeah, right. It was before he left for Son of Zorn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dina also brings up her birds in the very beginning too. Mm-hmm. Right. So like we, she kind of puts that out there that she's a bird lover from the, from the from the get go. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even like the mm-hmm. the the the. Exchange between Glenn and Dina in the break room, uh, when Jonah is first trying to apologize to Amy, was one of my favorite parts of like the first time I watched it, and it definitely was again this time where they're like, uh, I forget how it went, but you know how he's like throwing snide remarks at her and she's saying something back, and then he just kind of whispers under his breath something back to her, and it was just oh like yeah yeah fun oh, exchange. I love that. Yeah, the Glenn Dina. Yeah, that was right. that was a good one. Yeah, Th- those two are great. Let's back up for a second. Rewind. Glenn's hair in this episode is different. I know pilots. I know pilots are filmed a couple months in advance, right? And right. and then sometimes okay, once it gets picked up, maybe sometimes they have to reshoot it or whatever. But you know, once it gets picked up, and then they go from there and go with episode two, three, four, eight, twelve, everything else. His hair was so gray in this episode. Um, and different, and then. Styled. Yeah, and then in the second episode, yeah. it was is the Glenn's hair that we it's the Glenn we know now. But I was looking at that and I was like, "Wow, that is not the same dude." That 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 you know. Um, also, I'm with Garrett. Did anybody else find it weird that <laughs> Nina has a bag of crystal meth? Yeah, good like, point. Right, right. Like I forgot about that. Like Me she's too. just holding up a bag of crystal meth. And Garrett's like, wait a minute, am I the only one somewhat disturbed by this? Like, no, no, Garrett, you are not. Oh, shoot. Um, Holy crap. The, I, I like the, we get some of the customer cutaways and things. Um, when Glenn talks about Welcome and he plays the Jurassic Park theme song. Right. And then you have the senior citizens and oh, the scooters, yeah. like, moving the, along. The, the quote-unquote dinosaurs. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I think one thing we we can 
now looking back at this now, and this is why I bring the, brought this up earlier. Maybe this is a spoiler, but you can tell Amy was not happy in her marriage from the get go. Yeah, ten years of bad days. Yeah, yeah. You can you, well, just not just that. When I, I forgot, well, so initially, okay, Bo's buying the, the cheap, cheap, right, cheap, right. cheap, more expensive wedding ring. Like, remember, you you, you show them the cheap stuff, and then you bring them in, and you know, yeah. like he, the eight dollar engagement ring, he's getting Cheyenne, right? Cool. And then when he goes to propose to Cheyenne, she. She pulls her aside, and we, we talked in one of the other episodes how she's kind of motherly to Cheyenne. And I brought up, I was like, maybe she sees a lot of her in Cheyenne, which right. she doesn't want her to go down that mm-hmm. same path. And I can see it now where she's like, you really need to think about this and, and think about what you're doing. And knowing everything we know now, it's easy for me to look at and tell, yeah, she's not happy in her life in general. She's not happy at home. Um, She's not happy at work, and I know that feeling where she's like, it's the same thing every day. And I go and I put the back-to-school stuff, and then it's Halloween, and then it's Thanksgiving, and then it's Christmas, and then it's Easter. And, like, that cycle just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it, we'll jump ahead for a second. It, I, I caught at the very end she was putting a ring on. Was she not wearing her wedding ring initially in the first episode, in the pilot? Right. They they know. They, um... So, Cheyenne buys, gets the ring, and she mentions that you can't wear jewelry during work hours. Oh, that's right. She does at some point say, yeah, when they're, when they're in the parking lot, she right. says she wishes she could wear jewelry at work. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense now. And I, 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 I like, I was thinking, like, why is she, why is she putting her ring on now when, but... Okay, that makes a little more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, it, this isn't this isn't much of a spoiler. I'll I'll just say it kind of lightly, but just kind of a parallel to the end of the season three and the pilot is kind of cool. Uh, after Garrett tells Jonah that Amy is actually the floor soup after their interaction. Jonah goes up to Amy and asks, "Can we start over?" I caught that too. Yeah, yeah, you caught that too. And then in the season three finale, yeah. they switch it. Amy asks, Amy tells Jonah, "Why don't we just start over?" But yeah, well, that's that's as far as we'll go. But it's just kind of a cool parallel there. They switch. It, it, it was, and, and um, I, I caught that too. And, and uh, like in my notes, I think I have. It's not the first time that they've started over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my my hatred of Mateo when he's openly rooting for Jonah to fail. fail yeah. Like <laughs> several times in this episode, and I was just like, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Even even initially, like usually for two people who start like at the same day at a job, if it's you and a couple other people because you don't know anybody else, those are the first people you're gonna at least bond with somewhat until. You get sent to your section or your area where you can. Right. You're gonna work with those people, and Jonah at least tried yeah, to, you know, I'm... like say. Yeah. Like Jonah tried to say, "Hey, you right. know," and, and and he was just flat out like, "Well, I look at you as my competition." So, and I, I think he even told him, "I'm hoping you fail," and I was just like, "Oh my god." Dude. Yeah, yeah. At my job right now, I'm currently training 
some new hires for the call center. And we have three new hires, and they go, uh, every time I send them to lunch, they're always eating lunch together. They're always IMing each other at the desks uh, on our Skype that we have. You know, they're pretty tight-knit, and that's how it was when I first started with the two other people that started at the same time as me. But then you start making yeah. other friends in your in your office and stuff, but you're right. It's usually <laughs> the person that you, you first talk to, the first people you get close to. Yeah. Because, like, you're... you're like you come for orientation, you come for that first day, and you're kind of sitting there. You right. don't know anybody else. Everyone else is looking at you guys weird, so it's just you and this these other people. So you start talking to them while you're trying to pass the time, waiting for everything to get started. Because even though they know you're supposed to be there, they're never ready for you the first day. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. stuff like that. So I like, you know, and then eventually, you know, you get to know each other. Like I said, until you go to your little pod or your group or your section area, whatever it is. Then you end up, you know, start maybe becoming more friends with those other people right. that you work with. You feel like uh, like you're in it together at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are both outsiders together coming in this place you know nothing right. of. Yeah. So. Um, but Mateo does not feel that way. No. <laughs> no. He just, he's flat out in it for himself. Um, so at some point when, when Jonah marks the electronics down to a quarter of each, <laughs> Yeah, um, I have some thoughts on this, but we'll go in order on that because Glenn's comment of "could it be a race riot?" Like yes. I spit water out when I heard this. Yeah. You can never I tell forgot these about stuff like that in the, er- in the <laughs> early stages, <laughs> right? Well, could it be the rapture? But I'm still here. Yeah, and I'm just like, lines are just, just so great, especially because they weren't like yeah. the, like especially the rapture one that wasn't like the focus of the scene at that point. It's like Amy like looking at the electronics, and you just kind of hear it in the background. And oh, yeah. Man, yeah. The rumblings. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So my pra- well, you guys know my practical side is going to come out here for this. Beats and computers and things for 25 cents. Right. Never happened. Never happened. Never, ever happened. Um, one, once it leaves the store, Amy cannot bring that stuff back in. Like, <laughs> A, that's a, that's how you can get stabbed or shot. Like, if you start following employee, like customers outside the store. Right. You know, like even even if hypothetically, if we were to see somebody stealing someone, there's a certain point, like two feet past the door. If they make it there, we like they're gone. Like there's nothing we can do, right? Because legally, <laughs> you're, it's a it's a safe well, it's a safety issue. Oh, like yeah. you legitimately don't know what's gonna happen at that point, and then right. you don't. There's nothing there. there. There's nothing in that store worth you putting your life on. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, once 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 they left the store, that's it. Once they're ringing it up too, like, like now anybody else in line after those people currently being brought up, they can say no. But if they're in line and it's ringing up at a quarter, hey, stores got to eat that. But there's no way a system would allow three hundred dollar headphones to go down to a quarter. Like, so I work in a grocery version of a superstore. Right. If I want to take something below cost, so let's say Kraft macaroni and cheese, hypothetically. The actual cost is $0.75. Cents. And let's say I want to bring it below that because another competitor has it at like $0.70. Cents. It takes a salary member of management. Like it, t- it physically takes me to go in there, put it below cost, and authorize it. And then I have to go someplace else and, off- else and authorize it again in order to put it yeah. below the actual cost. Wow. There's, there's no way a system going to allow like laptops and big screen TVs right. to just right. be like, yeah. Hey, Twenty five cents, sure. Have at it. Yeah, because you can have a friend reduce it, 
you you could probably reduce it and then just walk up and go check out it with your friend in the aisle, you know, at the checkout right. lane. That's and there you go. Well, that that that's exactly what the reasons for their safety exactly. because I'm sure at some point employees oh, right, right. were doing yeah. stuff like that, and then you know they would mark stuff down real quick, and then we I, I've been at stores where someone has actually lost their job over that where they were marking stuff down and they're going to check out. Wow, and our our uh, our security that that actually looks at that stuff. We get all kinds of reports that come in every day. Right. Markdown reports, price override reports. Like there's yeah. stuff that people have to look at, and it will flag it flags certain things like that tells us, hey, you need to look more into this. Like, and and th- that's just for us. That's stuff every single yeah. day that happens where we it'll tell us you need to look more into this and find out what's going on. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way that that could happen. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna back up off of that soapbox uh, real quick. I'll, I just I had to put that out there. Also, aren't aren't most of the higher ticket items locked behind glass doors? Well, it it depends. You got different things. They they can either be locked behind glass doors. They have what's called spider wraps, which is those little things with like the black kind of circular thing in the front, right? And then it's got the wires going over all four sides or whatever. Yeah. Um. You've got cases where you can put stuff in the case, and then it locks, and you still need a key at the register to unlock it. Um, but yeah. every every store is going to be different based on what's going on in their area. Right. So you can go. You can go to a like you guys. We all, all three of us live in different areas. I live in California. DJ, you live in Seattle, and and Jordan, you live in Maryland. We could all go to a Walmart. Several WalMarts in each of our areas. And find different things locked exactly. up in different ways. Yeah, yeah. Because it, you know, in certain areas, maybe that one item is a high theft item. In certain areas, it's not. So it, it, each store has some leeway to to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Right on. Um, another question is, how did everybody find out so quick? It's not like Garrett made an announcement. Not till later, after everybody was already in line, <laughs> Garrett made an announcement that hey, electronics are twenty five cents. Right. Like, how did every like, how did everybody all of a sudden find out? Oh wow, this is only a quarter. Let me grab every electronic item in the store. Right. You don't know it's going to be every item it. either. Because um, even if somebody scans one <laughs> at one of those price scanners. You know, like, oh, let me check how much this is. It's only they only might think that that set is that much, not every single. Exactly, like a set of headphones or or a speaker is at a quarter. Right. Not well. Let me check this big screen TV and yeah. this laptop and these and this stereo, like all this other stuff together. You know, I don't have an answer for that. But I love that right in the middle. Yeah, go ahead, DJ. Sir. Oh no, I was just saying. I think it, it was herd mentality. Just people, they see people taking ripping stuff off the shelves they just right. follow follow what they're doing now what i have seen happen before where somehow we did have a, a serious pricing mistake on something in a store i was at where we like a customer or two came in and, and caught the item where it was it was you know it ridiculously priced low so they in turn started texting friends and everything else or like put it on facebook or something we found out in between, and then like 30 minutes to an hour later, we had a bunch of people coming in trying to buy them, and they're like, well, we had some, someone else bought it earlier for this price. You have to give it to me. Uh, no, no, we don't. Somehow that was a mistake, and we've taken care of that, so you have to pay the full price. Yeah. Right. I'm going to call the corporate office. 
that's great. The number is 1-800-whatever. Call the corporate office. But no, they might have gotten away with it because we didn't catch the mistake in time, but you are not getting it for that price. Yeah. Good catch. <laughs> um, cool. Dina with the shotgun. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're, they're, they're she was, kind of she was packing. <laughs> I forgot she was packing. <laughs> that, that was kind of awesome. Um, and our uh, the security guard who's only in oh, like he this just, episode in <laughs> like season out, three <laughs> he's like not really seen much uh, of but he's, he's not really doing much either let's be no, honest no I, I thought he was um, going to get trampled he, <laughs> yeah, yeah oh you know what in all honesty he's bagging right. out of that because yeah. yeah they in all fairness if I'm one of those customers I, my my first thing would have been. Let's all go because he, he can't he can stop one of us, but he's not stopping everybody. Right. So they've already paid for their stuff. At some yeah, if they would have just kept going, they would have been able to make it. But then Dino might have shot him with the shotgun, so you never know. Um, right. The a good customer cutaway that dude who had everything on top of his baby in the stroller. Oh gosh. <laughs> I think that was a fake baby. <laughs> Oh, I, I, yeah, but um, also we have a Brett sighting in the very first episode. Yes, the man still hasn't talked, which right. Brett is in the Brett is in the pilot, so we know he's been there for at least three years. I love that guy. Yeah, um, yeah. him and Jonah have a look. They I just want to get to my favorite part of the show. <laughs> my favorite part of the show was we had uh, Bo's, the baby uh, pooing in the, the porta potty. Fake robbery slash flash mob. Yeah. Oh my God! What the <laughs> hell is wrong with Bo? Sweet baby Jeebus! Right. That um, song was pretty catchy. Yeah. Is that a real song? Okay. Yeah. That that was Bruno Mars <laughs> "Marry Me." Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Jason okay, so Derulo. Jason Derulo, "Marry Me." Yeah. I'm cool with the flash mob. I'm cool with the proposal. Like those things are great. When the man sat there and acted like he was gonna rob the store. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh my God! Like he's lucky Dina didn't have her gun. Oh yeah. He's lucky the police didn't come in there and open fire. Right. They they came. They were late. They were late. They were late. They were very late. Um. <laughs> and then so Jordan, might you might have to bleep this. I don't know. If make extra work for you, I apologize. I love his quote. So will you marry me, or are you gonna be like a dick about it? <laughs> I, I can't find a better proposal in the world than that. I I'm sure it, those were Jordan's. Those were yes, Jordan's exact words. Right, they were when he when he. <laughs> but I love his uh, his rap that became increasingly not about proposing. Like it was yeah. Just, hashtag Black Lives just Matter. Self- Lives it was Matter. Self promotion, dude. <laughs> Garrett's face at that Black Lives Matter is like what? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was like, buy my mixtape, check me out on SoundCloud. Right. Check us out on SoundCloud, though. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, check us out on SoundCloud, by the way. <laughs> Garrett's uh, announcements. It makes me remember how much I love and miss those announcements. Right, oh, it yeah. starts with one, yeah. Grace. Yeah, Grace. yeah with the kid. Yeah. Grace. Will Grace be here? I don't know. If you're Grace's parents, parents, please pick her up. Like, <laughs> please come. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Um, so, I, I, I think we talked about this a second ago. I understand where Amy's coming from, 
And I think that's what, for the finale in season three, where Jonah says that she's never leaving. Because where she goes on this whole thing about every day is the same. And it's been 10 years of the same stuff over and over and over again. Right. Like, at some point, or not the finale, the episode before the finale. Mm. But, like, yeah, so I, I think he kind of gets it. She's not going anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. How long did it take him to put those stars up through the entire store? Bro. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. It's the same day, he, so he had to. He had to have help. His like eight hour shift. <laughs> I know. I know. Mateo was talking about he hadn't seen him in over two hours. Oh yeah, that's more than a two hour job. Right. Those were not concentrated in just one little area. That's he, uh, that's TV show <laughs> logic, though. Maybe he got his boy Brett to help him out. I don't know. Maybe Brett seems like he would. Brett seems like he's down for whatever. Yeah. Yeah, right. and, you he was know. wearing his bar mitzvah shirt the other day. He yeah, he's maybe cool with whatever. <laughs> maybe it was the beginning of a bro bro relationship, you know, a bromance. A bromance. Yeah. Maybe there's a bit of bromance between Jonah, Brett and Brett. Jonah. Yeah, yeah. a Brettmance. Yeah, yeah, Brettmance. Brona, Brona, <laughs> a Brona. That's Brona. great. It's Brona. Brona. <laughs> I like Brona. We're all Brona's Brona. good. Hashtag Brona. <laughs> We that's, just the, got our, that's, what, uh, that's what we can call this. this yeah, episode restock. title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hashtag Brona. <laughs> Good stuff. That was so cool. Though. Uh, that was cool. The stars. They look like they they had some fun. There's some things I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't mind trying. The jousting with the carriages when the two customers oh, yeah. were kind of going at it like two rhinos, <laughs> like yeah. two yeah two two bucks just like button heads, <laughs> and then the cart racing. Yeah, yeah. That if cool. I didn't think I would kill myself. That would be awesome to try, right? Yeah, and then and then she's like, "Well, what what if Glenn sees you?" And then next thing you know, he He's comes around, whipping her, <laughs> yeah. Just whipping, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, and then they had the, um, you know, then they also tried the uh, that recalled drink. Oh yeah, Halo too. Plus. They yes, use, uh, I think Halo Plus or something. Yes, I looked it up. It, it is Halo. It, it, now is that the same name of it that we saw in the in the basement? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, same stuff. Because and then, so that's actually a great callback because uh, I forgot about it in the pilot until now, and then uh, Garrett is talking about you know congratulations to Cheyenne, and he's like maybe 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 as great as this fruity drink, with the exception of being recalled for killing college students. Right. So yeah, like it's it's maybe that's their version of four local. I don't know. I think so. Um, Cheyenne was drinking orange juice instead, though. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. So she's prepping to be a good one. Yeah. Be a good one. She's in high school in this episode. Yes. Yeah. Like, Amy talks to her, and she talks to her, is this one or the next one? We're talking about she's still in high school. And I just forgot, like, wow. She was really young. Mm Mm-hmm. And and you can tell, yeah, Amy sees a lot of herself in her. Just doesn't want her to make the same mistakes, but you know, happens. Yeah. But overall, I thought that really was a good pilot episode. Yeah. I I thought it was a good pilot episode overall. It it definitely got me into the show. Right. Still here three years later. Yeah. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. It can made me keep watching. Yeah. And hopefully now. 
maybe we can get a great crossover between another one of my favorite shows too. Right. I'm, I'm hoping we can get like a Brooklyn Nine Nine Cloud Nine crossover. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> oh, now, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine Nine's, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's on NBC. Got, yeah. Yeah, it got picked up by NBC. Yeah. Oh my, so, oh my god, I would love. I would love to see a crossover wouldn't, between those. Wouldn't that, that would be, be crazy? So awesome. Well, I mean, NBC is known for you know having their universe, so. And they did a crossover with New Girl too, didn't they? G- good, good girls, good girls, right? No, Brooklyn. No, Nine-Nine. no, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, oh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right. Yeah, with New Girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. And let me tell you, as somebody that doesn't watch New Girl, was I just thrown for a loop when that happened? I was like, <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> D Chanel? Like, what is going yeah. on here? And like. So I didn't know anything she was talking about because I only saw like two episodes of New Girl. But I was like, okay, that was kind of awkward, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. But we're not a Brooklyn Nine-Nine podcast. We are yeah, a no, no. Superstore podcast. Yeah. I'd love to see Terry in Brooklyn. Cloud Nine. Oh my gosh. Terry right. Rosen. Oh, Terry yeah. with his yogurt. <laughs> that's where he, Maybe that's the only place you can find his yogurt. <laughs> Yes. Oh man, it's, 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 it's out every place except for one store in St. Louis, and I have to take a trip to St. Louis in order to get Terry's over. Yeah, but just get you know what people from NBC. I don't even want money for this. Just give me credit. Put my name on there somewhere. Like right. that, that would be a great episode right there. That'd be funny. All right, so that's that's the end of part one of this episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have a sponsor, uh, actually, guys. Uh, uh, Jordan's going to yeah, tell you about us. Yeah. Got this episode sponsor. of The Break Room... <clears throat> this episode of The Break Room is brought to you by Boob Cheese. Vegan-friendly and 100% natural. Boob Cheese is cheese for humans, from humans. Now available at all Cloud9 retailers worldwide. Back to you. Man, I got <laughs> I gotta get on that Boob Cheese train, guys. <laughs> Uh, great job, great job, Jordan. Thank you, and thank you to our sponsor, Boob Cheese. And yes, thank you, Marcus. Thank you for uh, the five bucks. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the boxes of Boob Cheese. I think I'm good on. I think we're good on cheese for a while, there, boys. Yeah. Um. So, all right. So on to, on to the part two. Of, TB Restock. Season two, episode two. Magazine, oh season, oh season one, season one, episode two, <laughs> magazine profile, directed by Mich- Michael Patrick Jan, written by Matt Hubbard. This episode aired the thirtieth of November, twenty fifteen, same day as episode one, I guess. Really? Yeah. Did it? Yeah, they did a I double debut. Have. Yeah, they, they it, might, I don't, I don't remember, but I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, I don't remember. They also premiered these online, uh, I think. Episode one was premiered online beforehand, like a week or two ahead of time. Yeah, so maybe you would watched it online first because it was probably on Hulu. Yeah. Well, I know that's a big thing. Some ep- some some shows are doing now is they know everything online is a really big deal. So they're like, instead of waiting for the actual event, you'll be able to see it online right. in right. a couple of days. And they're yeah. hoping people spread the word so that way then people catch it in time for the actual premiere. Right. Yeah, like, oh, man, you got to check out this new show. And then now maybe that can spike up the numbers for them. Yeah. Um, right. Um, Summer even, um, AP Bio just dropped. When they debuted, they just released the first three episodes online immediately along with the 
when the pilot aired. Right. So that's it. Yeah, so they're just kind of giving more content to get you hooked. So seems to be working. I don't know. All right, so episode two synopsis. Glenn gets overly excited when the Cloud9 corporate magazine, Stratus, is interested in doing a story on the store. The reporter, Cynthia, is more focused on Jonah, however, and the two develop a more-than-business relationship, which Amy has suspected. Garrett does his best to avoid being photographed for the magazine's cover. Meanwhile, Cheyenne asks her boyfriend, Bo, to come up with a corporate jingle to help earn money to pay expenses for their upcoming baby. Initial thoughts. Great. Yeah, I'll let Great DJ sewed. say this first, yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was awesome. I liked um, great continuation. Um, some really funny nuggets in here. Uh, once you, uh, <laughs> when you have the context of it, which we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, this is a good one as well. So another solid bow outing with the jingle. Um, <laughs> trying to become, yes. trying to sell himself yes. out for the baby, um, and. Uh, I love uh, Eliza. Uh, how do you pronounce her last name? Coop. I think it's Coop. Yeah. From Happy Endings, great show. Um, she was uh, great as Cynthia as a reporter. So it was nice to see her um, on the show. And yeah. That whole storyline with the she... photographer and and Garrett was uh, my favorite. I think. Yeah. See, she's one of those actresses who she has been in so many things. Right. And I know the face when I see it, but I don't know who she is. And I know I've seen her in a ton of different like TV shows and possibly movies. Mm-hmm. But she, unfortunately, she's one of those like I, I just I don't know her name, so mm-hmm. I never knew her name at all. So. Well, there you go, Liza Coop. Yeah, there you go. And check out Happy Endings on Hulu, if, and if anybody's interested in seeing more of her, because it's got uh, Damon Wayans Jr. Uh, in there. Um, uh, uh, what's uh, Eliza? Oh, what's her name? From the girl next door. Liza. Uh, oh, Dushka. Um, oh wait, no, never mind. No, uh, <laughs> uh, Alyssa, uh, Alicia Cuthbert. Alicia Cuthbert. No. Right, right, exactly. Cool. Yeah, so it has her on there too. But it's a oh. uh, um, pretty great show. Underrated. Got canceled from ABC three seasons in, but. Yeah, I think I remember time. that one. Yeah, I think she's on so, uh, I- Future Man too. So uh, I, I did like this episode. Um, I, I don't know if it was as strong as the pilot or anything no. that followed it, mm, no. um, but it was still. I thought it was still a good outing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it definitely kept me interested enough to what to keep watching. So um, my first thought initially, my first on this rewatch, once again, my first thought was, "Wow, what happened to Glenn's hair?" Because like as soon <laughs> as he was, you know, they do that cold open, he's in the break room. I was just like. Wait, what? What just happened? Yeah. Um, yeah. But once again, I think we, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the jingle writing contest. One of the great lines I didn't even get until now. Two great lines. Um, okay, actually three. Um, one, Bo could stop dancing if he wins. Does that mean Bo is stripping somewhere? Yeah. And who the hell is paying Bo to strip? <laughs> Right. Yeah, those those are the right questions. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think he I think that's what what they meant. Definitely. Great line by by Glenn. 
Sal, can you take the creepiness down to about a two? <laughs> now, the return of the Sal. only thing. The, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, no, it's the start of Sal. Right. Because the I, birth I, of Sal. I, and <laughs> here's the, the thing. Of Sal. I don't re. I don't remember Sal until they found his body in the wall. For me, like I know he was there. I just completely forgot about right. him until they found his body in the wall, and then they tried to make Mateo up as Sal. And then oh, yeah. Mateo got creepy. Oh my god, Sal right. is creepy as I can't even finish that sentence. He like, is. He's creepy. He gets creepier. And he I was just like, too, I think. "Sweet baby Jeebus." I don't know how creepy and, you can get. Yeah. Um, and Sandra sleeping with him. And then them? when, yeah. that's like our yeah. intro to Sandra, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It is. It's the first time she really talks, but and then she's talking about how she hates her. She like hate herself, but she's like she's sleeping with Sal in the in in the the dressing room in the dressing rooms. And it was the same thing. I I you on the notes uh, you brought up um, is wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense because her thoughts of sex. Um, yeah, don't really necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> match up if she was. Yeah, if she was having sex at all. I chalked that up to continuity error, with. Uh, you know, they were probably writing her a little bit more, as a just a, a background regular worker before, she really stole like the show. Character. Before yeah, before she really started stealing the show, and then they just kind of gave her more and more. <clears throat> information and that happens occasionally right. where a, an established fact oh, yeah. becomes you know a different later on in the show or or how about this oh. maybe they were just doing hand stuff and she just that's, thinks that's that's, true. that's sex yeah hey, <laughs> but you're whatever probably right, happens though. in the dressing room stays in the dressing yeah, room yeah exactly especially with creepy silent sandra right oh boy um, yeah but lastly uh when when garrett's talking about how he doesn't want to be caught on because he doesn't want to be photographed because they like to have handicapped people <laughs> on the cover. And he, and then he's like, especially with face birthmark Tony on vacation. Who is face birthmark Tony? And why have we not <laughs> seen face birthmark Tony? He never in came three back from vacation. <laughs> he never came back, buddy. Yeah. Dude, I, I no. We I this this cannot be. I want to see this guy. You cannot bring a have a name. Like face birthmark Tony, and then that show us face birthmark Tony. Yes, he died in the wall as well. <laughs> um, we got the old people playing Call of Duty on the couches. Yes, that was great seeing um, the old, the old people playing it. Smack smacks away the controller. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. We got Bo in the first two episodes. Who even has a sign up that says "Silence, Artist Happening." <laughs> Do, do your thing, bro. Do your thing. I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely hated Mateo this episode, too, when he was like, oh, chin up. And when he was trying to give Glenn his posing thing, look down on the world. And when I heard that this time, I was just like, man, you are never going to give me an episode to really just <laughs> like this guy. Are you? No. But... Look, hey, that that actor has done fantastic things in that role, and he has made it his own. Mm-hmm. And I give him nothing but credit for that. But yeah, right. he, he's he's done superbly. If his job was to get one person out there to hate him, he needs an Academy Award. For that he succeeded. Really yes. Yep. Um, poor Glenn. He just can't talk to people at all. 
No, that oh. was funny. He's welcome to meeting me. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a great one. You're a pretty little kid. Oh god! Wow, that is that is cringy uh, right there. <laughs> yes. And then the next two Framples instead of free samples. I'm on board with Framples. Framples. I, I Framples. I, Framples okay. <laughs> Shark? No, no sharks, Glenn. No, sharks. no. Um, just no. <laughs> um, that photographer seemed like a douche to me. He looks so familiar. He looks like he's been in other stuff I've seen. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't place him. But, I'm sure I've seen him a million places. Yeah. But when he was just like, oh, he might be, he's deaf. And I was just like, yeah. you, sir, are douche. I just can't deal with you right now. Run, Garrett, run. Roll your little heart out. Get away from me. I love dog. Garrett just flipping off the customer so that way there's no good <laughs> yes. picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> and the customer's like, like, what, what is the this hell, about? man? He's like, yeah. oh, this is nothing against you. This is just to make sure any photograph on it can't be used. That is so good. And then, it, and then it cuts to the guy trying to photograph him. And you know, he's sitting there just like, damn it. Because it would have been a perfect one. Garrett's child helping the customer. Right. So you got the back <laughs> of the customer. You don't. You wouldn't need a release for that customer. You just got the back of him. And you got Garrett in front of him like with a little smile on his face. In front of some product and everything. You get a nice depth of field. It'd be, it, would, it would be a fantastic. It would photo. it would have been a fantastic photo, and he knows it. And Garrett was just like, "Yep, nope, not gonna happen, not gonna happen." Um. So uh, yeah, uh, apparently at the little cafes where the losers sit, including the customers. Mm. Way to go, Glenn! <laughs> While the customers eating her personal pan pizza. Uh, Amy let it slip that Jonah was cute in this episode. Uh-oh. So I think they were trying to establish from the get-go that there was an interest back and forth. Mm-hmm. We already knew that Jonah was interested in Amy. Right. From the first episode. Um, but, you know, when, when she was talking with Glenn, she's like, oh, she's only the, the reporter, was only dealing with him or interested in him because he was cute, not because he had great ideas. And then... Like, looking back at that now, I was like, oh, I, I don't know if she was supposed to like that sick. But, um, side note, practical Casey coming out again. Some of those ideas may not have been bad for a store to use. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think know if the segregated aisles is a little... A little yeah. <laughs> well, the, the only reason is because some, like, people end up needing a lot of those products together. Anyway, so... Okay, here's a great example. A few years ago, there's a story you can look up online. Target predicted that a customer of theirs was pregnant based on their shopping habits. The problem was the customer they predicted was pregnant was a teenager. So when dad got all the stuff in the mail with a bunch of coupons that Target had sent them for diapers and various other things, he was highly upset because he's like, what do you, you know, what are you talking about? What? Why you're not? You're sending us this. We don't need it. Blah blah blah. Come to find out, his his teenage daughter was pregnant. Wow. Targets, targets information had gathered up so much information on all its customers that it said based on the items that she was buying leading up to a certain point, it had correctly guessed she was pregnant. 
And oh, wow. I'm guessing that's not the first time Target has been able to do that. That's just My point crazy. is, sometimes if you make things easier for customers, it, it, it may not make sense initially, but if you put all the green stuff in one aisle, instead of some customers having to go find cleaners here, and this well, stuff over here, and this stuff over here, it might work. We, we used to do that at our grocery store. All the green cleaning stuff was in the same aisle, separate from other stuff. Um, and so was all the green, like organic food was all in a separate aisle. Uh, then it wasn't mixed in with the other food. Um, but I just think, like, you know, in those circumstances, if it's like an aisle for a pregnant person, an aisle for a veteran, stuff like that, like Jonah was spitting. It's, some, some of it, I, yeah, wouldn't yeah, necessarily. Yeah. And it's also like, then you might have people just judging people depending on what aisle they're going down instead of just like, mm. you know, if the diapers are next to the, uh, like in our store it was in the same aisle as shampoo, you know, like nobody would really know what you're looking at. But, um, and also sometimes people may not know they're pregnant, so they don't, you know, some of their stuff that they're, if if the, if they're like aiming specifically at some stuff that is not just diapers and stuff, but like feminine products with it, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it could be a stretch, I think. But I wonder what else they can predict with their algorithms. You know, like it's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I don't know, but like a, a lot of stores' algorithms are really, I mean, they're really getting into it. Like I said, when Target did that, it made big news because like. That that's I think that's one of the first times a lot of people really got worried about their privacy with schools. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about my privacy. Me neither. If you want to see what I buy? Go ahead. Um, the so bank, so. the bank, but everyone's different. Yeah. The bank can see what you're buying, like you know where you're shopping at all the time. And then we also have yeah, you have um, uh, I, I'd rather get targeted coupons to me that I'm going to use instead of like then a bunch of stuff, stuff I'm, I'm not going to throw away. Use. Exactly. Yeah, so definitely. I welcome Targeted our corporate overlords. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, I'm between I'm tied into the Google ecosystem with a lot of things, and, and a couple Mac right. Apple uh, Mac products. Yeah. So yeah, at some point, there's going to be a corporate overlord that's going to rule everything, and I'll be able to go whichever way. Name's Mickey Mouse. Probably be Disney. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> it's going to be. Disney. Well, it's, it's probably going to be like three or four right. corporations. It's probably going to be like Google. Disney and Apple that's going to run everything. And then we just like that that's it between those three it's going to be uh that that's how the world's going to run. Yeah. Bye bye me. That's cool. Um <laughs> the the comments on Jonah at the table were great. They said Jonah had geisha features. Right. <laughs> yeah, panda. Um he looked like a panda and a Disney princess had a baby. Oh yeah. I'm not getting I'm not getting where they're getting that from, but uh... I can kind of see a panda. Yeah. And then he eventually did throw it back in her face later where he's like, "No, I'm just cute like a panda." When he was going to the hotel with the reporters. So, right, hey, right. What do you think, Joe? Yeah. Also, exactly. <laughs> who are you? Pandas also, oh, that? also a few things that Jonah looks like uh, a Jewish Kennedy from Cynthia. So there's yeah, a reference. Him, which... There's a reference to him being Jew, Jewish. Yeah, I I, I, yeah. I saw that too, and I was like, I don't know if she knew or she guessed. Yeah, but yeah, it, uh, I, 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 that's on my notes too. Yeah, Jewish candidate. Hey, all right. And uh, and um, Matteo calls him, says he looks like a villain on the CW. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, 
good that's stuff. True. That one was pretty good. I have to give Mateo credit for that one. Yeah, that one's that that one was actually pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I can't, um, can't knock him for that. <laughs> no, no. Um, Bo's making his music. It's it's not catchy. It's edgy, it's dangerous, and it's terrible, but yeah. it's not catchy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and th- this was the episode where she talked about she was still in high school. So how is she in high school, working almost full time and getting ready to have a baby? Wow. GED, brother. Um. Maybe. And yes, Sal is incredibly creepy when he brings up the the cream soda and he's talking about chugging eggnog. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He... Like that was that was weird. Yeah, he he um, yeah, he's definitely just a hundred percent creep. Like all the weird all the weird stuff just right. Right right in so, one person. That story for you. The, when they had the cut the cutaway of the guy mopping the floor and then he picks up the pickle. Which was incredibly gross. We had something like that happen at one of my stores. We had a bottle of wine broke. This guy went and he was Helping to go, he was helping to go mop the floor. He had, he was one of our cart pushers, so he was outside working all, outside, moving carts back and forth, bringing them in the stalls. He still had his gloves on his hands, reached down with his gloves on, dipped it in the wine that was on the floor, oh. and then brought it up to his mouth and licked it to taste it. Ew, what the heck? And then he did it again. Oh, sh- I had a story. Again. So, like, as I Go ahead. Oh As I watched that, I was just oh like, oh, God. man. What the heck? Yeah. Does he... <laughs> so I was at the uh, I was at the baseball game uh, the other day, and uh, my work gave me tickets, so, so I went, and then they gave tickets to this other girl that I work with, so we were both there with our significant others. And my fiancé uh, knocks over her nachos, and the cheese goes flying onto my kneecap, right? So it's on my knee... <laughs> yeah. It's hot, and it's on my it's on my <laughs> it's on my shorts as well. But some of the chips land safely on the bag at my feet. So I made a joke about how I could scrape it off of my pants and and eat it. And then my coworker was like, "Please do that." So I, I did. But uh... oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh no, if it's if it's you, I would have done the same thing. It lands on me. I'm good. Right. Yeah. And plus, you know how much nachos are. Was it Orioles game? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> You know how much nachos are in a game like that? It was that? like yeah, six or eight bucks. Yeah. yeah, that's almost yeah, as much I don't, as boob cheese. You don't want to waste that. <laughs> but I think boob cheese I think boob cheese is a much better value. Well, it oh, would have yeah, been definitely. better if it was boob cheese that landed on me, but it wasn't. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor. Well, I don't know. About <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's our sponsor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Dina calls him out for inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace. Really? How many people have been banging in this store in various places in this right. store? And she's going to call Jonah out for inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace? But she puts a twist on it of him being uh, assaulted. A victim, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get that. But really, like, we don't need the... And then this is when we find out that, that uh, Silent Sandra have been going at it in the dressing Yeah. So that's what we know of. And then apparently in another couple episodes or whatever, we find out about the photo lab and the pheromones that are going around the chemicals right. in the photo lab. 
and that it's called the bang room because people just keep going back there to get it on. So really, she's gonna call him out for this. Did I any, know it's because she has a crush on him and she doesn't like it. But anybody forget about this crush? Like I, let me tell you, I always forget about this until I actually watch it because it's not there long and it is so kind of awkward. Uh, but right, right. I feel like they realized it wasn't working and just moved on from it. I I, I vaguely remember it, like I knew it had happened. Right. But like, so so here's the one time I thought it was going to be brought back up was remember when she went out to go fight Jonah and Jonah was like he, he told her he wasn't right, an right. woman. I remember you saying that. And then like she hits him and she's like, "Do you have an erection?" Oh, she, oh gosh. But remember, that did happen, right? Like, I'm not imagining that last part. Okay. No, no. (laughs) So I thought maybe, I thought maybe, like, that might spoil. Because remember, this was, I think this was before Amy had um, told Dina that she was having a crush on her. Right. So I thought maybe, like, when I saw that happen, I thought Dina was going to get the wrong idea and then kind of go after Jonah again. But, but apparently that, that was it. not the mm-hmm. To yeah. me, it was, it was the one part that wasn't <laughs> working that mu- that much in, in these episodes. I think it could have worked. Like, yeah. when she was like, you fit right in there perfectly. Like, yeah, she wanted him back. <laughs> it was just, um, it, was, it was interesting to see Dina so smitten over someone because she's usually right. just not. Not like that, yeah. Not like that at all. The best part, though, is when he was waving at Amy in the first episode and says he figured it out, and Dina thinks she's like he's waving at him. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, funny callback to this. Earlier in the episode where Amy apologizes to Jonah about saying the only reason that Porter was interested in him because he was cute, blah, blah, blah. And then Jonah, obviously, being Jonah, has to bring up, you know, if the roles were reversed and somebody had said that to you, you'd be offended. And I think this is one of those situations of the power dynamic because it was a female coworker, like, or a female superior that was into Jonah. Like, it was just cute and harmless and, all oh, it was just a crush. But had that been the other way around, it would have just been totally inappropriate and creepy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I forgot she was really, really uh, into him that much. And then Garrett's line of, sorry about the rape, dude. How did that line fly in any way, shape, or form? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We'll just we'll just sweep that under the rug. <laughs> yeah. But cool. Um. Apparently, that reporter is just happy. That reporter who works for the magazine is just happy to leave that store. I don't blame him. <laughs> um, not many good things happened. Um, yeah. Especially when you get confronted by Dina a couple times, Dina can be quite intimidating. Um, yes, that, that's that's, very, an, un, very that's an understatement, brother. <laughs> um, so so I, I, I get that, but uh, man, Garrett has a heart because uh, he knew how bad Glenn wanted that cover. Yeah, and he bit the bullet for him. Yeah, yeah. and then he gets Wazowski'd, <laughs> as DJ puts it. Oh yeah, Mike. Yeah, Glenn gets Mike Wazowski on the cover. Gets his face covered with a sticker. I was I was saying um. 
I think Garrett really shined these two episodes yeah. for me, particularly. But it did great. I think it was. I think overall, the first two episodes were a good, strong start to <clears throat> the series. Um, now, the series got better footing later on when we get to like Color Wars, right. Black Friday, and right. things. Yeah, we're just like yeah. those episodes. Like those episodes, I think really cemented in the fact that this was a great comedy. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, especially the first couple episodes, because the cast is really trying to find the timing with each other, mm-hmm. and and trying, you know, figuring out like you know. They're kind of developing their characters and figuring out the personalities of the characters and where they they want them to go. The writers are still trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Like they might have a long term plan, and like like Jordan said, maybe initially they were gonna have Dino more with uh, Jonah, but maybe after watching a couple of episodes, they realized those two weren't clicking together. Right. So maybe that's when they pulled back on that one and made the change there. So. Um, so apparently. One of the working titles for the show initially was The Greatest Love Story Ever Told. Which is... Say what? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, maybe that can... Maybe that kind of makes the the Dina-Jonah thing make more sense because that would have been more of a foil to the Jonah-Amy thing that was going on. So, But, you know... They they yep. you know they didn't roll they didn't roll with that so <laughs> so here we are but I'm glad they didn't <laughs> yeah 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 me either I, yeah that, a that title a just does not roll off the tongue yeah and then b I'm like that needs to be like some sort of epic movie or something and you need, I can't see that well being yeah up. you need to if you're gonna call it the greatest love story ever told you gotta bring it then <laughs> yeah bring it like bring it epic like. Right, and and that's what people are going to be comparing it to every other <laughs> love story ever. So yeah. at least Superstore, they're only comparing it to other stores like ten items or less or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I but yeah, about so that next show. <laughs> uh, next week we have Shots and Salsa and Mannequin. Uh, cool. I'm really looking forward to Shots and Salsa talking about that one again because I I remember really enjoying that my first few. So yeah, looking forward to that. Cool, awesome. Well, yeah. Um, thanks for joining us on TBR Restock. Be sure to check us out on Twitter we, at TBR Podcast, Instagram, also TBR Podcast. Uh, give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Breakroom Superstore. And shoot us an email, any questions or comments at thebreakroomss at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us and uh, have a great one. We'll see you next week. Thank you for shopping at your Cloud9 Supercenter. Music provided by bensound.com.